Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. So what determines the quality of your life? Is it your actions? Well, if you're looking at everything you have to avoid, such as, I can't spend that kind of money, and I can't eat these types of foods, and I can't let people use me as a doormat, well, life is going to suck, because that's all what's known as deprivation actions. And so your powerful mind is going to find all the things to focus on in your life that you can't have. So it's definitely not your actions. What about your emotions? Do do your emotions determine your quality of life? Well, uh, 80% of our day, it's said that we experience what would be called negative emotions, things that cause us challenges, uh, levels of pain, maybe even boredom. And so if we constantly try to find ways to have ourselves feel better emotionally, then what we're going to be doing is telling our emotions that they're in charge of us. And you already know that there are way too many people out in the world right now that do not know how to regulate their emotional states and they point the finger at everybody around them and at their community and at their government and says, you need to make life better for me. This podcast is not for you. I'm going to tell you that right now because we have to take responsibility for being in charge of our emotions. So our emotions when they run our life is not going to lead to a high quality life. Well, then what about the thoughts that we think? You know, the the fastest talkers can um, spew at like 160 words per minute. But we actually listen internally to our own voice 4,000 words per minute. So we got a lot of things going on internally, a lot of different tracks. And if you try to control those tracks, you, you are going to be absolutely overwhelmed, scattered, not knowing which direction to go because there's so much going on. And so it's not going to be your beliefs or thoughts that lead to a high quality life. Well, then what the freak is it? It's your identity. It's your aspects that you bring to the surface based on what it is that you want to achieve. And your identity is made up of your focus. It's not your thoughts and your beliefs. It's the ones that you attach to. And then from there, it's going to be the emotions because emotions are then triggered by your focus. And even if it's a negative emotion that, oh my gosh, how are we going to be able to do this? 
whenever you have the focus that, well, we're going to find a way, gosh darn it, because you're wanting to bring out something that you value internally that's in a seed form and you know that it can bloom and blossom. You just need to find the environment that's going to trigger it. Well, then that is going to have the emotions that show up that even though in the beginning they might be negative in how you experience them, you learn to ride the waves. And then your actions are based on your emotional states. So if you have emotions of progress, of moving forward, then the actions are going to go along with that. It's not going to be avoidance. It's going to be sometimes, oh, gosh, I I just have to do this. Well, I'm going to find a way to do it faster, quicker, and easier in a way that benefits me because I don't want to have to keep screwing around with this. It is your identity that determines the quality of your life. And unfortunately, for many of us, the identity that gets triggered is what we were programmed and conditioned to experience when we were younger based on how we could make someone else's life easier. So what I'd like you to do is take a piece of paper and draw a pyramid on it. And in that pyramid, you've got three levels. The bottom level is physical. The middle level is emotional. The top level is mental. Keep this in mind. The level above rules the level below. So if you want to take better actions, you need to have the emotions where you can ride the wave for those actions. But if you want those emotions, then you're going to have to have the focus at the mental level. Now, what does the mental level go off of? Once you start this cycle, the mental level then relies on consistent actions to keep its focus. So it's actually, once you get to the top, you come all the way down to the bottom and then say, are the actions I'm taking then ones that continue to reinforce that focus? So this is your pyramid of power. Something else I want to point out is that this is not like a standard building where each level that you build takes the same amount of work and effort uh, and energy. No, each level, it takes less effort, uh, less materials, less resources. I like to say reach greater heights of success with less effort. But we have to address all three levels. When you address just one or two, you're only going to have a 33 to 66% success rate. You address all three, 99%. Why is it not 100? Because we cannot guarantee human behavior. If I could, I'd already be rich and retired. So what we do is we base it on People who have come before us who have modeled how to put together an identity that gets the results that they want, that has them with the trajectory of the path that leads to turning their dreams into reality. Um, Was it Carl Jung, I believe, that said, you cannot make people well by studying people who are sick. When you study people who are sick, you can only learn how to treat disease. You have to study those that are well to understand and be able to bring out health. 
So that's what we're basing all of this on. The identities of those who have come before you and they have made it happen. All right. We always have to start with the physical level, though, because uh, the subconscious wants to bring everything into physical manifestation. So starting with the physical level, we have three types of actions. Tension-reducing, pleasure-producing, goal-achieving. Tension-reducing. This is when you got to let go of the stress that is built up over the course of your day. Maybe it is um, reading a book or zoning out in front of the TV or mindlessly scrolling on social media. It's okay to do those things where the only redeeming value it has is letting go of the pressure that has built up during the day. That's it. And we are told by the experts that approximately 10% of our day needs to be intention-reducing activities. But they reduce the tension. They don't make things worse. So if you're using food to reduce your tension, you're not actually reducing your tension. You're moving into what's known as tension-avoiding You don't know how to cope. You're relying on the unhealthy mechanisms that you put into place to soothe yourself that will create more problems later on down the road. So know that there is a difference between tension reducing and tension avoiding, spending too much money, doing too much of anything where it is short-term results with long-term sabotage is not tension uh, reducing, it's tension avoiding. So keep that in mind. Then you have pleasure producing. Pleasure producing is the way you pat yourself on the back for moving through your day in a way that was progress oriented, or maybe it was a challenging day and you did not smack the shit out of somebody that actually deserved it. That's okay. They have those times also. So 10% of your day needs to be pleasure producing. This is when you're engaging in activities that do actually feel good. You're just not mindlessly letting go of something. It's actually a reward for your day. All right. Um, For myself, I, because I have a part of my personality that loves exploring, it loves discovering, I like to take a little bit of time almost every single day looking for what's going to be the next adventure. Where is the next place I'm going to hike, you know, or visit? Um, Who can I take with me? So just to give you an idea, that's one way, at least for me, that is pleasure producing. Then you have goal achieving. Goal achieving does not feel good while you're doing it. That is one of the biggest myths. Oh, when you go after your goals, you'll you'll feel so blissful. No, you won't, at least not for the first three months, because it takes 91 days to establish an identity. And we are establishing all three levels of you turning your dreams into reality, which means that you're going to have to move out of your familiar zone. Some people call it a comfort zone, but there's nothing comfortable with being stuck and struggling. So you're going to have to move out of your familiar zone of how you soothe yourself, the story that you love to tell yourself of why you can't have your dream, and the fact that your focus is less than a goldfish. A goldfish can do eight seconds for the average person nowadays, seven seconds, and their mind is looking for something else to do. Okay, so goal achieving. 
if 10% of your day is tension relief, releasing and 10% of your day is pleasure producing, that leaves us with 80% where you're making things happen by having to train yourself to focus. Okay. So that's that physical level. Then from there, we move into the emotional level. And that's where we have what's known as the pain uh, pleasure principle. That we constantly tell ourselves stories that have emotional impact. And that impact is either pain or it is that we're going to give that pain a purpose for progress and it's going to lead us into the pleasure that we want. But that's all going to be based on what motivates you. Are you motivated by status or control or freedom or relationships or truth and justice and fairness? So you have to understand that you are motivated in your story to keep seeking out things that is going to give you the fulfillment uh, of that motivator. But you can either do it in a way that is going to be painful and you keep looking for it again and again and again, or you can do it in a way that it's the same motivator, but it actually moves you forward. So for example, uh, status, you can either get status, even victims uh, have status, when they get to say, look at what they did to me. It's a way to get attention. Um, I'm not saying that uh, all victims are dysfunctional, but if you find yourself constantly and consistently in the same problem, then you've been taught to get status that way. You can also get status by being a hero and always finding other people to rescue or martyr yourself for. And then you can also get status as being a bully and telling people what they have to do. Okay, so that's just one of the five motivators. And then after that, you have uh, what it is that you value in life. This is the mental level. And there's the core foreign values, uh, certainty, variety, worthiness, and validation. And then once you get one of those levels mastered, you can move on to the other two that are attached to that, which is growth and wisdom, and then leadership and contribution. What you value will determine what your focus is. And I I value your identity bringing you out at your very best, which is the reason why I share all the different ways it can happen. But see, you've got one value that's very important to you right now. And then from that value, you have a motivator to seek, to, to have a story that shows up again and again. And then you anchor it in the physical with your actions of either amplification and acceleration or avoidance. This is the reason why you cannot just listen to a podcast, read a book, take a class, and expect to figure it all out because it's not customized to you and the unique way that you've put all of this together. But I want you to at least have a foundation on how to begin to move forward. Okay, so as we summarize this, you need to decide what it is that you value. Look at just the first core four. Uh, and is that value in integrity? Is, is it harmonious 
with the dream that you want to turn into reality because sometimes your values have a disconnect with the goal. Okay, so that core four, um, um, what are you going to focus on? Is it certainty? Is it variety, also known as freedom? Is it going to be worthiness or is it going to be validation? From there, you have to understand how you're motivated. Are you motivated by status, control, freedom, relationships, or the final one, which is truth, fairness, and justice? And then you decide what actions you need to take for goal achieving, but how will you allow yourself to move into tension relieving at points during your day and pleasure producing? How are you going to pat yourself on the back? The reason why I recommend that you utilize hypnosis is because it's been known as the fastest way to upgrade your identity. This is the reason why, as an instructor, I train so many coaches and therapists and counselors in this technique for them to get the results they want with their clients. Okay, if I can assist you, um, or if I can assist you in finding a hypnotist that's right for you, because maybe I'm not the best fit for you, let's have a consultation. One six three six six nine nine seven seven nine one. Reach out to me via text uh, or voicemail. Uh, you can also go to canhypnosishelpyou.com. You wait a few seconds, there's going to be a button at the bottom of the screen that pops up where you can set a consult time with me that is going to be congruent with your time zone. For those of you across those really big ponds that surround me over here in the U.S., You cannot keep training your brain that uh, on generalizations. You cannot keep trying to upgrade your life by using just one of these levels. You need to discover your unique brilliance and magnificence. So whether it's with me or it's with someone else, It's time for you to step forward instead of conditioning yourself to try to figure it all out on your own. By the way, that's what's known as one of the triggers. Um, And when you go into a crisis, because there's four types of triggers, and if you keep going, I can figure this out on my own, when you hit a crisis, you are not going to have anybody there as a support system. That's another bonus I add into my private um, clients is that I have a free class where I teach them about that. You get that as a bonus. Okay, one six three six six nine nine seven seven nine one. Now go out and reach greater heights of success with less effort. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process. But what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And Your Time to Thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process. So that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, 
that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So it, the, this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says Time to Thrive. 